Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever in the world that you're joining us from today. My name is Mande Muyangwa, and I am the director of the Wilson Center's Africa program. We have many special guests present for today's event, including members of the Tanzanian delegation, business leaders, African and U.S. ambassadors, senior U.S. officials, Wilson Center and African program advisory members, as well as partners and friends of the Wilson Center. We welcome you all. On behalf of the Wilson Center, I would like to welcome you all to this discussion on a new day for U.S.-Tanzania relations, a conversation with the president of Tanzania. We welcome the Tanzanian uh, delegation who are joining us for this very important uh, discussion. We would also like to welcome officials from multilateral organizations who are also here, and a special welcome to the U.S. Ambassador to Tanzania who is with us today. Through its Africa program, the Wilson Center works to address the most critical issues facing Africa and U.S.-Africa relations, to build mutually beneficial U.S.-Africa relations, and to enhance knowledge and understanding about Africa in the United States. As we work on this mission, we seek to engage with Africa at both the continental and country levels. So we are honored to have this opportunity today to host a very special guest, Her Excellency, Samia Suluhu Hassan, President of the United Republic of Tanzania. She will be sharing with us a vision for the country as well as what we can do to uh, enhance U.S.-Tanzania relations, to strengthen the mutually beneficial relations between the two countries, and also update us on Tanzania's uh, state today. We were honored to host President Kikwete at the Wilson Center in 2015, and we are delighted that Mama Samia is continuing this tradition. We hope, Madam President, that you feel that the Wilson Center will be a home away from home for you, and that this is the first of maybe a few more visits, mm -hmm. even though we know you're busy running a country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yes. Thank you. <laughs> it is now my pleasure to introduce my boss, Ambassador Mark Green to officially open the event, introduce our special guest, and get our proceedings underway. Ambassador Mark Green is president and CEO of the Wilson Center. He has a long and distinguished career, including serving as a member of Congress, USAID Administrator, President of the McCain Institute, and President of the International Republican Institute. He is also one of the most respected voices and leaders on Africa and US-Africa relations. All of us know that Africa is near and dear to him. And I know that today's event means a lot to him, given that he served as US ambassador to Tanzania from 2007 to 2009. Balozi Green, over to you. Sante sana, karibu, When I arrived in Dar es Salaam in mid-2007 as the US ambassador to Tanzania, I didn't realize it then, but the following months would be the most rewarding ones of my professional career. Now, some people love Tanzania for its raw beauty, from Kilimanjaro to Zanzibar, from Jane Goodall's Gombe to the Serengeti Plains. Mm. But not me. I love Tanzania for its people. Hardworking and hospitable, mm -hmm. optimistic and generous, 
Tanzania has nearly unlimited potential. It always has. What it needs, what it needs most, is inspirational and aspirational leadership. They've often had it, from Mwalimu Nyerere, Chikaya Kikwete, and uh, they may just have it again. When President Hassan was sworn in last year, she became the sixth president of Tanzania, the third female head of government in an EAC country, Tanzania's first female president, having served as its first female vice president. She's still a little new to the presidency, but she is hardly new to government and leadership. Before becoming vice president and president, she was minister of state for union affairs, a member of parliament for Makunduchi, a member of Zanzibar's House of Representatives and Zanzibar's Ministry of Tourism, Trade, and Investment. She was born in Zanzibar, has an advanced degree in public administration, a postgraduate degree in economics, and a master's degree. She took office in March of 2021 after the death of President Magufuli. Since then, she has charted her own course. As the New York Times puts it, striving to bring Tanzania in from the cold. And our conversation today will explore just what that means. Mm -hmm. uh, Madam President, again, welcome. It is good to have you. I don't know if you have a few thoughts that you'd like to share before we get into questions. Yeah, thank you, uh, Balozi Green, um, for inviting me and my delegation here. And uh, when I get in, I was a little bit nervous, said all those people. But I think uh, we'll be having good discussion. Thank you. Um, so this is uh, not your only stop in the U.S. Yes. This is uh, after a few days and a few stops. Mm. What have been your goals for this visit, and do you think you've accomplished them? Of course, we know that Wilson Center is the highlight, mm. obviously, yeah. of your journey. Yeah. But uh, goals and, and achievements, do you think? Yeah, actually, uh, my trip to USA was um, for launching the Royal Tour the film which aims at representing Tanzania to the world, the films which is explaining the um, natural beauty of Tanzania, as you have rightly said it, but then the potentials, economic potentials, trade and investment potentials in Tanzania. So with that one, yes, we did it right and the mission was accomplished because we launched it in New York, and um, after the launch, I've been receiving feedbacks from throughout the world, positive feedbacks. Mm -hmm. But then yesterday, we were in uh, Paramount Pictures, Paramount Studios in, uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, the, the, the film was shown to like 200 people in the theater. And uh, the feedback I'm, I'm getting that um, all the people liked, liked our film and they were inspired to visit Tanzania. But Balozi Green, as you know, that when you enter into somebody's country or home, you have to knock the door and greet mm. the, the, the host. So I had a chance to meet the Vice President, Her Excellency Kamala Harris, and we had a good discussion concerning our relation, Tanzania-USA relation. 
As you are aware, we had a very long-standing historical relation since 1961. And uh, this year, I think we are, oh, last year, this year, we are marking 60 years of our relation. So we had a chat and uh, thought that we have to have a new model of our relation. But then uh, we have started chatting the new model because uh, previously it was aid, but now we are talking of aid for trade or trading for mutual, mutual benefits and not aid alone. So we had um, a very good discussion. We agreed on uh, how to cooperate um, for social uh, economic development of our countries. As you are aware that um, Tanzania is benefiting a lot with different projects from, uh, from USA. We do have the ODA under the implementation of USID. And USID has been working or is working in different sectors like agriculture and food security, water and sanitation, education and environment, so many sectors. But then we have been working under the program of PAFPA, that's Presidential Fund for AIDS, and uh, Tanzania has been benefiting a lot on that. Then we have been working on PMI, Presidential Malaria Initiative. Uh, we got a lot of support on eliminating malaria, but still a lot uh, need to be done for complete elimination of malaria. Then we have been working with the USA on uh, Millennium Challenge Corporation, Millennium Challenge Account. Mm. Unfortunately, it was stopped in 2016. Again, the Feed for Future program. Tanzania was about to benefit and it was stopped. But we had a good chat with Madame Kamala. And uh, we had a frank discussion and telling me why these two programs were stopped. And uh, the U.S. is seeing that those reasons are now uh, not there in Tanzania, and so they'll be thinking of listing Tanzania back to benefit in these, in these projects. So with Madam Kamala, we had uh, a very good chat. We even uh, looked at our development program for 2020, 2020, 2025 mm -hmm. uh, with the U.S. And um, uh, yes, we have agreed in a number of projects in that. But again, we had a look into the COVID-19. Mm. And uh, uh, frankly speaking, the U.S. government has been supporting Tanzania a lot because um, we agreed to accept that the, 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 the COVID-19 was a reality and it left no country in this, in, this, in this world. And so Tanzania was too severely hit. And um, we started taking actions, um, looking at the scope and magnitude of the problem. Then uh, the technical committee came up with a number of recommendations and one of, of those recommendations was for Tanzania to join the COVAX facility. We did so. And through that, um, we have been benefiting getting the vaccines um, for Tanzanian vaccination program. And thanks to the US government, 
They have donated about close to 5 million doses. And uh, we've been able to vaccinate uh, almost 12% of our targeted population. And the campaign is still rolling on. People are still vaccinating, though in a very slow pace, but it's continuing. So I, th I think in, in some ways that's perhaps what the New York Times meant when they said Tanzania coming in from the cold. Mm -hmm. And I know that you began that uh, implementation plan last July, so 12%, but in a relatively short mm -hmm. period of time. So yeah. you, you have, have been... Um, been striving. If I can, let me talk a little bit more about mm -hmm. some of these policies because, so you've only been president for just over a year, Yes. but you have blazed your own, your own trail. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what audiences are most interested in hearing about. Yes. Um, you know, for example, uh, you have reversed the previous policy and adolescent mothers can now return and continue their education. Yes. And that was uh, something uh, that that an earlier policy was something that I think many had noticed, mm -hmm. but now you have reversed that and said, no, girls should continue mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. in their education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did that because uh, we have a policy of uh, free education to every child. Every child, be it a boy or a girl, has to get his or her own education to the extent of his or her ability. And we had uh, this, um, it wasn't a policy actually, it was uh, maybe a directive or a, a ban that um, pregnant adolescents shouldn't go back to school. But then it was mostly affecting the poor ones because those, the haves, were not affected because after giving birth, their parents would just take the girl to the private school, pay there, and she continues with education. But those who can't do that, they have notes. They were just staying home. Yeah. And uh, we came with a decision that every dropout, whoever wants to go, go back to school, should go back to school. So it was for the girls, the adolescent mothers, the boys who dropped out of school. And uh, uh, fortunately, this call was uh, nicely um, replied. Mm. We have a number of adolescent mothers now attending school. Wow, that's great. Although we had some challenges with uh, some people not agreeing on that, thinking that those mothers, when they go back to school, they are going to influence others to, to, to follow their route. But what we have done is um, we took some of them in the formal stream of education, having their own classes. You might find a class of 45 adolescent mothers there, turning back to school, they are learning on the formal stream of education. But then we have other stream, we call it um, alternative education, whereby um, they are taught the formal stream plus mm. the skills uh, knowledge mm. so that they can, uh, they can do the income generating activities for them to be able to keep themselves and their, and their babies. So 
Yeah, we did it, and fortunately, it was nicely uh, mm. received by the the community and the boys and girls. They are now back to school. Another area that uh, many of us have noticed, uh, there seems to be a new uh, reaffirmation to the importance of democracy yes. and debate. Yes. Uh, you have met recently with opposition leaders yes. who had either left the country or in one case mm. um, uh, was in jail mm. uh, after the last elections, and you've sent a new message out about the importance mm. of debate. Yes. Yeah, because uh, I think in order to to have a peaceful and to bring cohesion um, for the whole Tanzanian community, I think we have to start with reconciliation, to reconciliate with all the political parties and all those who have been... Uh, in one way or another, aggrieved by any action. So we started talking. I started talking with the political parties, and you have said it right, that um, one of those political leaders was behind bars, and the same day I decided to take him out, and the same day I met him, and we had a very good discussion. We have agreed to build a trust to govern on the uh, basis of justice. And so that's the trend we have agreed to operate on. And um, I have uh, formulated a task force from within the political parties, plus relig religious leaders, uh, police officers, um, civil society organizations. They formed a task force, task force of which I've entrusted them to look into the gaps which are existing, political gaps, governance gaps which are existing, and for them to come up with the, with the recommendations to the government, and we see, all of us, how we can implement it. Mm -hmm. The objective is to have um, peaceful political undertakings. Mm -hmm. And you've lifted the ban on a number of media houses. Yes, yes, yes. The objective was also to give up democratic space to everybody. So that's my my move. Mm. And I think uh, God will help me on that. Yes. Well, and and I, I, I've noted that uh, sessions of Parliament of the Bunge are now televised again. Yes, yes. Now, is that simply for entertainment value and mm. what we would uh, say here in the U.S., mm. sometimes it is very humorous watching uh, mm -hmm, members of Congress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we want people to see uh, how, how the um, representatives in the parliament, how do they work. Yeah, so it's open. Yeah. It's open. Everybody can have a chance uh, to again, listen Again, I, I think it's another way uh, with what the New York Times had said about coming in from the cold because... Yes. Um, I say respectfully, as a friend of Tanzania, I think that was perhaps the biggest concern here mm -hmm. was that we were losing democratic space. Yes. And at the same time, uh, we see it being restored and we are your champions. We mm. think that's, uh, that those are, are great moves. Mm. Something I'd like to pick up on, though, that I think is perhaps even more important. Mm. Uh, you talked about the importance of not simply aid, 
but aid with trade, mm -hmm. aid for trade. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the former head of USAID, that is music to my ears. Mm -hmm. But what goes along with that is making sure that Tanzania is open for business yes. and open for investment, not, not just from the U.S., mm -hmm. but investment from around the world, and that's something that's very important to you. Yes, yes. Yes, it's true, and uh, I think it was in February we were in uh, um, Dubai attending the expo, and our message was Tanzania is ready to take off. So we are inviting the investors uh, from wherever in the world to come to Tanzania. And whenever we agreed on the terms, yeah, we can work with, with them. Uh, Tanzania realized that uh, economic growth is about um, working with the private sector. And so we have um, uh, uh, reviewed our policies uh, we are now embracing the private sector, working closely with them. And it's our belief that private sector can uh, bring in the, 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 the um, FDAs in the country and um, causing the economic growth of the country. So we have made a lot of reforms, legal and fiscal reforms, creating a favorable, conducive environment for the private sector to thrive uh, uh, working in Tanzania. So, yes, um, the world has heard what we have done, and it's only last year uh, Tanzania Investment Center has recorded double number of projects, FDIs, than it was in the previous, previous years. So... Like, for example, uh, in 2019-2020, we recorded uh, projects uh, estimated at around $1 billion. But last year alone, we had projects of about $8 billion. So there is a progress. Tanzania now is open and uh, investors are coming in. Uh, the timing is important as well. Uh, we know that in much of the world, certainly in the West, we have people and countries looking to diversify from dependence on Russian gas yes. and oil. Mm. And so uh, maybe this is the opportunity for Tanzania to be one of those sources mm -hmm. that the world can look to yes. to diversify from yeah. Russia. Yeah, and, and, and fortunately we are working with the big names in Tanzania. We do have Equino, we have uh, uh, Shell, and they have their own consortium, but those are the big right. two. And they do own the gas deposits in Tanzania. So I'm which sure... Are, which are significant. Significant. So I'm sure through them, they are going to connect Tanzania to the world in this business. And uh, beyond oil and gas, it's also critical minerals. At the same time that the world is looking for uh, movement towards a greener economy and mm. greener energy sources, uh, Tanzania just happens to have mm. some of those critical minerals. Yes. So Tanzania can play a major role in that aspect of energy as yes. well. Yes, yes, you're right. On energy, actually, we are working hard by 
maybe 2025, we should have about 6,000 megawatts of energy, electricity. And this is coming from the renewable, the green sources like water. As you are aware, we are constructing a bigger dam that will produce about 2,115 megawatts. But then we have the Ruhuji and Rumakali projects, uh, uh, also hydro, that one is going to produce 222 megawatts and another one about 500 megawatts. But then we have solar. We are now working on solar, of which solar we are expecting to produce like 600 to 700 megawatts. But we are working on wind. We have started harvesting later, but we are going step by step. And then we are under research for thermal, thermal uh, energy. So yes, we are going to be um, a big producer mm. on, on, on energy. Yeah. And gas as well. And gas yeah, as well. Yeah, we are using gas sure. as well. Yeah. Um, you touched upon something that is uh, a, a challenge. Uh, well, it's a challenge for the world, but a, a challenge for East Africa in particular. I was talking to a business person from Tanzania and he said that the fallout from Ukraine mm. is affecting fertilizer mm. and that there's a concern that <clears throat> farmers in Africa won't have the same access to fertilizer that they might have at another time. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's a challenge that, that, um, that you are facing. Yes, yes, it is a challenge we are facing. Like last season, our farmers didn't, didn't have much fertilizer and so... Uh, the first season of the year, agriculture is going to be affected. We don't expect that we'll be having high yield as we used to to have due to lack of fertilizer. But then we have taken steps uh, in Dodoma. Mm-hmm. We are constructing a factory which is going to produce about 2,000 tons of fertilizer. And out of that, uh, some will be exported, but some will be uh, uh, used in the country. But then we have the Minjingu Fertilizer Factory, of which also producing some. But we know the requirement, the need, the demand for fertilizer in the country is huge. So we are now negotiating with some companies uh, which um, which have shown intention to come and invest producing fertilizer using gas products, byproducts. Okay. Yeah. So maybe in the three, four years to come, yeah, we'll be having our own uh, fertilizer in the country. Yeah. So uh, all challenges, economic challenges are unfortunate, but they also present economic opportunities. Opportunities, yes, yes, yes. yes. So I, I mentioned that uh, most people fall in love with Tanzania for its natural beauty. I fall in love with the people, but I like the natural beauty. So perhaps you can talk a little bit. Uh, I'm sure on this trip you've been talking a lot about tourism mm-hmm. and the importance of the biodiversity and your parks. And then there's some place called Zanzibar, which yes. you know very well. Yes. So perhaps you can talk a little bit about uh, your philosophy when it comes to Ecotourism and conservation. Ecotourism and conservation, yeah. Fortunately, Tanzania, we are very much um, gifted 
We do have um, beautiful physical features uh, surrounded by um, uh, uh, um, abundance of natural wealth, talking from um, Indian Ocean, the, uh, the lakes, like Victoria, Tanganyika, and Lake Nyasa, rivers, mountains, um, laid by the greatest mountain, Mount Kilimanjaro. But then uh, Tanzania is having forestry. Forestry, a vast area is covered by forestry. We are cutting, but we are planting, yeah. But again, uh, Tanzania do have um, the game parks and and and, and wildlife. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I used to um, joke that the Noah's Noah's Ark went as far as Tanzania, <laughs> and that's where all the animals were offloaded. <laughs> And they ran to Serengeti and Gorongoro, Ruaha. Whether and or not areas. it's true, it's a good story. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so we have a lot of wildlife. Yeah. We have the big fives, which are um, not hard to find them. You can just look at them when you're in Serengeti or Gorongoro or Ruaha. So Tanzania is actually um, very much endowed with natural resources, natural wealth. Uh, we have a new terminology of uh, blue economy. Mm. And by blue economy, we mean uh, exploiting the resources from the sea, from the lakes, like deep sea fishing, uh, aquaculture, water sports, all those uh, uh, activities. So um, we are proud that we have a lot, mm. a lot of potential, a lot to offer to the world. Indeed. For trading, investment, and tourism as well. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe the state of U.S.-Tanzania relations? Do, how do you see uh, where we are now, mm. and what is your hope? for the future? Uh, as I said before, it's a long historical relation. And um, we have been uh, working well, cooperating well, bilaterally, also at the International Forum. But then, uh, as, as human beings, somewhere, somehow, it didn't go well. But now, after my uh, discussion with Kamala Harris, um, I'm expecting the future to be bright, to be bright. We have agreed to strengthen the relation to further heights. And um, of course, there are a number of projects and programs mm. of which we have agreed that we are going to implement. And um, USID is there for us. And it has uh, very well embarked on working on the five years development plan. And so for me, I can see a bright future ahead. 
Uh, Madam President, you've been very generous with your time. We are honored that you are joining us here today and uh, talking about uh, your vision for the future. Yeah. I think you have laid it out well. I, I think that there is a long, healthy, productive relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a brief time when it was perhaps strained a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's see, Tanzania is coming in out of the cold and is open for business. I think those are all things that Mm -hmm. uh, people uh, mm -hmm. like to hear. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, we hope this is just the first of many visits that you oh, have yes. here. Oh, yes. And that you enjoy the rest of your uh, trip here in the States. Mm. Although, again, we know that this has been the highlight. Thank you, Madam President. It has been, uh, it has been uh, my pleasure to be at the Wilson Center. Yeah. Thank you. It's my first time and definitely it's not going to be the last. That sounds Thank good. you very much. Music to our ears. Thank you.